Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. And what is you know it? Come dropping breaking news as we speak. E3 is back. E3 is back on it. It is announced it will be back at the LA Convention Center next year. Very, very exciting stuff. Did, didn't they say that last year, though? Yeah, they did, but a uh, new company owns it. <laughs> but it got delayed. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, everything else, it got delayed. This is according to purexbox.com. The E3 2023 is officially ta- taking place. It's been announced today that Reed Pop will, producing the 20, will be producing the 2023 version of the event, which will be returning to the Los Angeles Convention Center in the second week of Very June nice. next year. Red Pop, Reed Pop is the veteran event production company behind PAX, New York Comic Con, Star Wars Celebration, and more, and is partnering with ESA to deliver a week of Titanic AAA reveals, Earthshaking World premieres, and exclusive access to future of Nintendo games. Here's a quote. From the global VP of gaming of Reed Pop, he says, quote, this is Kyle, Kyle Marsden Kish, quote, for years we've listened, heard, and studied the global gaming community's feedback, and E3 2023 will be recognizably, recognizably epic, a return to form that honors what has always worked while reshaping what didn't and setting a new de- benchmark for video game expos in 2023 and beyond. Very, very exciting. That's cool. My question for you. Should Microsoft have its a large presence at and around E3, or should we just move on? Um, I think they will, and they'll just do it how they've been doing it. They'll be at E3, but they'll be across the street. Yeah, it's very at smart. The, at the their uh, Microsoft Theater, right? Absolutely. So they have the presence there. You can go and explore. Remember, they had like the Mixer Dome. So what? I don't know what kind of dome they'll have this year. The, the Minecraft Dome. The Minecraft Dome. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, what was the a Starfield? The, the Starfield, Starfield dome? dome. No, I think it's the super Activision, smart for them to be the there because remember, dome. remember when you went there? When you went there, they had that entire because they oh, I I'm they pretty the sure they own that whole block, right? Because it's do. not just the Nokia or it used to be called the Nokia Center. It's not just the Microsoft Theater. It's like it's like a block area, but all the billboards were Xbox, Mike. Like it was all like everywhere you walked in that area, like you were shown something Xbox. So it, that alone is just good advertisement. Yes, you know? spicy. Do you think yeah. you think you agree? You think Xbox should have a large presence in and around E three? Oh yeah, I mean for sure. <laughs> you don't you don't buy a block right next door <laughs> and not use block. that. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. They're they're totally gonna do it. And um, I mean, with how hot LA is, I mean, the place to be is the micro the, the Microsoft Center. You know, it's true that that is a very nice, yeah, nice very, air especially yeah, especially when they set up uh, everything with how. How they did it last, I we were there was twenty nineteen, yes. right? Yes, yes, twenty nineteen. So they have the theater for like, of course, the presentations. Um, but then the days, the off days, uh, they set it up for games, and people can walk through and play a lot of the new games. Uh, it's a really, really, really nice place. It's like a step up from just a conference. Yeah, like the, com- the conference, the conference center is a, is a conference center and booths like set up big productions and stuff. But Microsoft has this advantage; they can do whatever they want with the yeah, the it, building at the microphone. It's Microsoft a center. really nice building. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. It's fun. There's uh, a concession stand. There is. Shout out to Chief <laughs> Wiggum who dropped a super chat. Hey guys, for uh, his tor- his tier three Cortana membership for 25 months. Thank you. Also for tier four Atriox member for 25 months. It's the one and only psychotic. Uh, yes. And he you. he says, "What Bethesda games are you playing in anticipation of Starfield? I'm playing Fallout Four. Thanks for all you do and have a great show. Thank you, psychotic. Thank you, Chief Wiggum. 
Fallout 4 is great. I almost jumped into the Fallout. What's the, the ESO Fallout? Elder Scrolls on, wait. No. Oh, uh, Fallout 76. Fallout 76. <laughs> yes. Fallout. I thought about, I was, I was browsing yesterday with my children. Oh. I was like, what game should we play? And I almost popped up Fallout 76. I've been debating it. I hear it's good now. I hear it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing ESO. They have that new expansion. I mean, I haven't been playing it hardcore, but I've been dabbling. Dabbling? Yeah. How has it been dabbling back? I like the new zone. It's kind of fun. Again, not all the way through it, just dabbling. Just a dabble. Yeah. Just but, dipping uh, your toes from what into I've, the pool? From what I've dabbled, it's, uh, it's, I mean, ESO has always been fun, so it's just more ESO. But we, I like it. We did drop a poll in our community on the community channel on YouTube earlier today and said, should Xbox have a large presence at E3 2023? 90% of you said yes, 6% said no, and 3% said unsure. Mm. If Xbox leaves, though, what does E3 have? I mean, E3 has I, all, yeah, all the big... X, PlayStation, like, even PlayStation has a booth inside of E3. Well, they have yeah, a booth, but, but they, they don't, don't do their conference. Well, I mean... They, and actually, what, their booth was Spider-Man. Yeah, and Call of Duty. Yeah, so they don't have Call of Duty anymore. Because didn't they skip the last E3 before E3 closed down? No, right? they still, they skip, they still yeah. have a booth inside. They yeah. just didn't have a presentation. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's but I mean, y- yeah, I know. But but the world is bigger than that block. Well, I think you know. I think the other side, if you're against having a large presence at E3, would be that digital has worked. Why not stay digital? And I. Th- and I think the counter to that personally is nothing beats being in person An in-person yeah. experience is still king yeah. for most <laughs> things. So Ronan and chat comes up and calls us nerds. What up nerds? And then he goes on to fix his glasses <laughs> and tell me that technically Xbox hasn't been at E3 for years because yeah. they're across the street. They are across the street. Yeah. I get that. But I mean, like, yeah, Ronan, if you if you weren't late to the show, <laughs> I mean, like you would you would have heard us say that. I mean, <laughs> you know, the world watches E three and gets hyped for E three because of the presentations and yeah. all all that stuff. Uh, being in person is is fabulous, but what about those that aren't in person? You know, it's. E three is about the hype of games, and when you have Sony not there. Uh, a lot of people have left, essentially, where they don't do things like they used to at E3. Well, but Sony might be back, too. Remember, Sony probably didn't, didn't have anything really to talk about, so decided to skip. They still have their booth there, right? One. And then Nintendo has their booth. Yes, Nintendo has, well, their section. Yeah. Like a whole section, and that's a big conference center. It's it's huge. It's it's like one of the biggest buildings, warehouses I've ever been in. Yeah, it's I think big. E3's brand, because Ronan's not wrong, he says it's going to be weird with Summer Game Fest doing an in-person event in E3, going to be a fight for who gets what. I think E3's brand is too big. I think they'll, even though, I they, think they'll even though they've been gone for a couple even of years. Even though they've and... been gone, I think they'll win, but it'll be interesting to see, um, to see what it is. Well, speaking of conferences, is Blizzard going to continually... Do their well, they haven't really done theirs either. <laughs> well, yeah. well, the, the excuse <laughs> and, has been uh, they haven't really been working on anything to show when <laughs> yeah. they do do theirs. I know. So. Yeah, I mean the the rolling excuse for everyone has been it's just been impossible with COVID. But now that <laughs> oh, that's done. Now, yeah, now that Microsoft <laughs> has bought everybody, does everybody move across the street? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how big? What if you just? I mean, Blizzard's in just BlizzCon. in Anaheim, right? What if you just? That's tie, where they go for their stuff. BlizzCon. To E3 and just have a whole setup. You would dominate. Xbox Con. Xbox Con. 
E E three. It'll be Xbox, Xbox Con. Con. Welcome Sony. Welcome. No, I think uh, no, I think BlizzCon. I think BlizzCon stays where it's at because then Blizzard doesn't have to worry about showing those games. They can always save those for the October, and you can always do you know because. I would assume. Well, we do know that like Diablo Four is coming to console and stuff. You can do all that stuff there at BlizzCon. Yeah, everything will be played on Xbox. Let's talk about Diablo Immortal for a minute, since you brought up Diablo Four. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. So put it on your calendars, guys. If we're able to go, uh, we will be at E3. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. That was uh, that's some of the funnest. I mean, it's it's a week of games. Yeah, and it's not Hunger Games. We're not killing each other. And actually, Microsoft kicks it off on the Sunday. Yeah, and then it starts. So. A week of festivities for oh, us. No. A festival oh. of lights. <laughs> festival. Uh, the festival. Anyway, what about Diablo Immortal? How it made billions of dollars yeah, last so month or something? It's reported that it's making a million dollars a day at this point. And that is the strength of... That is why when console gamers or PC gamers scoff at mobile, that right there is why you shouldn't scoff at mobile. Like every co- Companies go where the money is. Every company is going to get into mobile gaming. I thought about this. Even though all of the criticism, it's clearly pay to win. It's does it unabashedly. If it if that wasn't a Diablo game, and it wasn't Blizzard, if it was something else, would it get the criticism? Because isn't that the nature of mobile but, games? So far as it's like a Clash of Clans, isn't it the same concept? Y- yeah, but but here's the Blizzard yeah, here, went above and beyond that concept. Did they? Did yeah, they? no, it's, so it's, I'm not, it's I'm not I'm not I'm not it's worse than Clash of Clans. Here's here's the problem though. Um, you're basing this on an IP that traditionally was not a mobile game. So you're you're I believe yes, it, it works to make money. Sure. Short term, but on the long term you're alienating the majority of your fans. You're alienating alienating a lot. You're damaging your intellectual property. You really are. I, I agree. I don't. Diablo I, yeah, I agree has with that. I been hurt. It has been hurt at a million dollars a day, though. Has it? Yes. Well. <laughs> yes, because that's not going to last. I would argue that it probably will. Well, because you, it's a whole. The, the, do you the, need a million the, dollars a day to last? The you, people you get that seven are, of those okay. days. So maybe maybe I should say. It's in its traditional form. It has been hurt, but maybe a new form is going to grow out of this. A, a new Charizard, and, and and now we'll have the leveled up version, if that's what you're saying. But I, but yeah, because it it does. I feel like it tarnishes mobile gamers. The brand are used to to paying to win. That, that I mean, that's just the mobile game model. I. W- it's traditional Diablo players that are really outraged. I've no, I don't know that I've seen, and someone can send it to me, someone that only reviews and plays mobile games. Do they think it's excessive? I, I would be curious on that. From our perspective, it is because sure. you're right, Spicy. It's and, not and, what Diablo has done. And to be fair, I mean... Well, and Diablo kind of got hurt with 3, too. Because 3 had like the Real Money Auction House, which you, I guess you can argue, argue just replace the, the, the black market auction houses and stuff. But I mean, it's... Yeah, it's anyway. No, yeah. Um, so, I mean, Blizzard has... They have done mobile in the past with hearthstone they put they put hearthstone on sure. on mobile it had a lot of crashes for the first like two years and so it was almost unplayable when you're playing competitively which yeah. is funny to say but 
I mean, it's competitively, but it's not competitive. It's a rank. When you're playing ranked mode, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Crash. It's, it's completely stable now. And I would say Hearthstone is probably one of the best mobile games out there because it was made by a company by like Blizzard. Sure. And yeah. I would say Diablo Immortal, if you compare it to other mobile games out there, is probably top tier. Oh, no doubt. Like for a mobile game, sure. it is an incredible Diablo experience. 100%. I don't think anybody denies that. The problem is, is I don't know which team is in charge of bringing money in, <laughs> but, but that team... They well, they were honest, they were million, let out a they, million dollars a day. Yeah, they're getting a raise. They did their job. <laughs> yeah, they're getting yeah, a raise. Yeah, yeah. What's what's oh. interesting? I read an article um, that uh, they interviewed Mikey Barra about it, and Mikey yeah. Barra was defending uh, Diablo Immortal in the fact that he was saying the he was saying that what we wanted to do was to create a very very good game for free. Um, and what you see a lot of the players complaining about is more or less the end game of the game itself. Mm -hmm. um, mm. And so he, what, he, what their strategy was, was to create a game for the masses, for everybody, for mobile that everyone can enjoy. They can beat the game for free, but to make a free game, they wanted to, uh, th they basically put a lot of the money for Blizzard at the end of the game, yeah, essentially. That so that's what their strategy was. I thought it was an actually interesting interview yeah. from Mikey Berry. Yeah. In a sense, he was defending the format of what it was, sure. but it kind of makes sense if you look at that with those kind of goggles. Well, but, and I think if you're a mobile gamer, where all you do is play v mobile type of games. I don't. Th I'm. I'm curious. I'm not sure this is out of the ordinary necessarily. Well, I mean, look, I haven't played a ton of mobile games, but there's a lot of frustration. So, the gem system is end game stuff, but you can buy dungeon boxes at the end of each dungeon, and that pops up in your face very consistently. And how much is that? How much is one of those? The first one is ninety nine cents, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's how, how they, they get, get you. you. You're like, that's oh yeah, you. I'll spend a dollar. And then it's it's actually really funny because it is. I actually never really like understood the term like predatory. Like people would say, yeah, like, oh, this is a predatory uh, uh, microtransaction. And I, I, in my head, I'd always think, well, you have the choice to buy it or not. After playing Diablo Immortal, my opinion's <laughs> actually been changed a little bit. But because what they would do is the box would pop up, right? You you beat uh, let's say the, the first one, Leoric, right? You you play Leoric because uh, for some reason you play him in every Diablo game. Um, you you play him, you beat his dungeon, uh, you get the loot, and then the box pops up and it goes for ninety nine cents. You can have a four hundred and ten percent increased drop chance. Sure, and you're like. How is 410% even possible? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's, uh, yeah. And you're sitting cents, there like, wait, 410% for 99 it's cents? It's like a dollar an hour. Of course I'll do that, right? And then the next one's significantly jump in price from there, right? Oh, okay. So they like the hook, you know? They hook you. But I think, I think those are, the, I mean, we can talk about the gem system all day, but talking about the little stuff, I think that's where people are getting kind of, well, wait a minute, like, I did this dungeon and I got loot, but if I want to, get better loot i have to continue i have to just pay at the end of the dungeon you know what i mean it, it's yeah. like i i get it's a little heavy-handed in other words yeah that's a good word for it and if you're looking to pvp it's 100 percent pay to win no the, I, I don't think there can be any debate or argument about that if you want to pvp at a high level it is 100 percent pay to win you have to whip out that yeah you got to be a whale card it's just interesting to me that a million about a million dollars a month a day a day sorry a million, a million dollars a month. Yeah, that's small change. Yeah, in my head, I'm like, a month. No, a million dollars a day 
that Diablo Immortal is bringing in, especially after all of the pushback That's and like, outrage against it. Can't, I mean, I, I wouldn't have expected it to have done that well. I would have expected to see a giant, a giant peak immediately and a huge fall off. So here's here's the thing. Going back to that interview, um, can you play this game beginning to end for free and have an enjoyable experience? The answer is yes. Yes, you can. If you want to play this game at a high level, you have to pay money. See, and I think it, going back to the Michael Barra interview, Spicy, I would be curious in that interview if he talks about their goal is to bring it to the masses, which means that those are not people that are trying to play it at a super high level. Yeah. They probably figured, okay, our hardcore Diablo players are on PC. They're going to wait for our next game. That's where they well, will be. They're the ones that I think are mad. They're the ones that try. And that's, yeah. and yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this is more of a marketing mistake rather than a game mechanic mistake. No, just no, in that you need to play the game. It's pretty bad. Like what? it, people it's, are, people are paying for it though. That's, that's the, like, yeah, if it was yeah. that bad, you would expect to see a giant spike, I mean, and then a like I said, really to be, quick to be competitive, you kind of have to pay for it. But but Jordan, competitive and mobile, <laughs> like, do those <laughs> yeah. go together? Yeah. Like yeah, we, uh, we can play also PvP yeah, yeah. and phones, but you I mean when you want to win in any battle royale, do you pull out the Switch or do you pull out your Xbox? Well, yeah, the Xbox, right? Because you know, or the PC or whatever, well, right? No, when you want to win. <laughs> oh, playing, when I want to win, yeah. When, you win, when I want to win, I play on the people Switch. People that don't have joysticks, and I turn off cross. <laughs> and I, try, I play on my Switch, and I turn off uh, cross play. And, yeah. yeah. Same with mobile. When you want to, or like PUBG, when you want to win, go there. Yeah. The, the, those are well, all the the bots. We'll call I just them. it feels like. I don't know. To me, it feels like Blizzard isn't... They're not catering to their core audience anymore. See, that's what I was bringing and up originally. And I think originally. that's yeah. what... Because, for example... Complaint. And look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that, but when you port a game, like, at least change the set text. Like, I'm playing this game on the PC because, I, I mean, I'm not much of a mobile gamer when it comes to my phone. I'd rather play on the PC or, you know, such and such. But... <laughs> But like when they, when they ported the game from mobile to PC, there was there was no like effort at all. Like you load up on the PC and it's tap to play. Yeah, you know? like yeah. the you know just the the interface. Yes, it's workable on a PC because the mouse can be your finger, but it's not intuitive nor is it natural because it's it's a different input. You know, like yeah. if even if they just would have done like a little like hey. We're all because everybody was excited that the game's coming to PC because originally it wasn't, and that was the big uproar because this game is canon and it had some features that they wanted in the main game that yeah. wasn't coming to the main game that they wanted in the P anyway. See, it's an IP that went to mobile, like, yeah, yeah. So they, they wanted it on PC, they, we got it on PC, which was very when they announced that it, it's like, oh, that's great, that's exciting, but not putting the time and effort into properly porting it to the I want the Blizzard that took time and ported Diablo 3 to the console and redid the entire interface and made it just as good of an experience on the console as it was on the pc yeah yeah here's, I mean? here's an article from rs technica here's what they say um estimates using data from mobile analysis firm at magic estimates that the ios and android versions of the game brought in 49 million dollars in earnings 
uh, from just over 10 million mobile downloads in the version's first 30 days of ability. Those estimates are based on public charts provided by the mobile platforms, don't include the PC version of the game, and thus must may be underselling the scale of its financial success. By comparison, Diablo 3 took nearly six months to sell 10 million copies after its troubled launch in 2012, but that game sold for $60, um, making it hard to compare directly to a free-to-play game. While Diablo... Diablo 4's earnings were front-loaded in initial sales, or sorry, while Diablo 3's earnings were front-loaded on initial sales, Diablo Immortal seems well-positioned to bring in additional revenue from its existing player base for a while. As of Monday, for instance, the game was still the 34th highest-grossing app on the entire iOS app store. Uh, wow, yeah, that's... And many of those initial Immortal players and payers will eventually fall away from the game, of course, but that process might be slower than you think. Estimates of Android app retention is 60%. That's don't, huge. Don't you think, though, and this is my point, because the game is good. Like, if you, like, game, the gameplay itself, so take all the microtransaction systems away, the gameplay itself is a really good Diablo experience, and, and I don't think you can deny that. Now... Don't you think they still could have made as much money without being as pay to win, like through cosmetics, season pass, you know, oh, yeah. things like that? Oh yeah, most I, definitely. Because what frustrates me is like I, I don't mind like a, a Fortnite model, battle pass, co- you know, cosmetics, all that stuff, right? I just I don't like the pain for power, and this game is like I said, if you want to play this game at a high level or competitively, you have to pay money. There's no doubt. Yeah, you have to pay money. So they closed this article on this point, which I think is a good one. Blizzard has promised that the upcoming Diablo five will limit microtransactions to optional cosmetics, but the early performance for Diablo immortal helps show why the free to play business model can be so appealing for a publisher like Blizzard, even if it can be annoying for many players. And I think that that's the point. I I think we're going to see more games jump into the mobile mobile. The numbers just dominate every, every other space. Uh, And I think we're going to see more of it now. Hopefully we see more like what you said, optional, and even what they said, optional cosmetics, not... Well, like, for example, Diablo 4, when they came out with their PR speak about how they're, it's, <laughs> it's, ta- speak, you know, it's, yeah. it's tailored for the console and where you're pricing for the console or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, you didn't necessarily say what's not going to be in there, you know? Yeah. So if Diablo Immortal comes out and they have a season pass, I think that's great, right? Battle, I, I actually am a big fan of battle passes, right? If they do cosmetics, I, I, I can be fine with that, too. I just, I don't, the pay to win stuff is where it's just, it it makes a game not, because I know that because I don't make $100,000 a year, I can't play at a high level in in Diablo. And that's kind of like, ah, well, I'll play the game, I played it, I beat, you know, whatever, it's, you know, like I'm not going to play Diablo at a high level because I don't have that much money. Sure. I think why, why Diablo Immortal is an interesting case to look at is this is one of the first games where we've taken an IP that is traditionally... Uh, pay to play, not pay to win. Exactly, and, and they've moved it over to, to to pay to win, right? And a lot of us disagree ethically, morally, of that because of the inherent. Uh, if you have money, you're going to win. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and that's frustrating to a, to a lot of a lot of gamers. But the mobile space that that's how mobile games are for the most part. A lot, yeah, for the most part. Uh, I mean, I get frustrated. The reason I could never get into Candy Crush and my wife loves it is because I I, I can only play three rounds and then I can play again in an hour. 
Yeah, you have to wait for that timer to count down. Or you, you can, can drop five bucks. <laughs> five bucks. And, and then, then you play for the day. the suckers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm now a sucker. Uh, so the mobile space is, is different in the fact that it's a lot of it is pay to win. A lot of successful games are pay to win. And we as traditional, I don't know what you call us. Are we traditional gamers? I think yeah, yes, that's a good word. Good We're traditional gamers. Classical gamers. Classic. Traditionalists. Yeah. <laughs> What's hard for our brains to wrap around is that model. And Diablo Immortal is, so Mike, it's blurring the lines in a way we, a lot of us don't like, but it, but it, because it's on the mobile space, it, I mean, it's it's making Blizzard money. So that's my question. If if it was not Diablo, let's say they created a new IP, same mechanics, everything. New IP called it Boba Fett, uh, <laughs> Boba Fett Legends. But is it canon? Okay, because yeah, we're bringing no. in Star Wars. Okay, this. Or, or whatever. Take take a Blizzard IP, the Sword of Azeroth Legends. <laughs> I like it. Just, okay? just start naming. Yeah. yeah. And had the same model, would it receive the same outrage? No. Or is it no. that it's a Diablo game it's the, that it's, it's receiving? Diablo brings game. a lot of weight with it, right? Everybody yeah. was excited. And then when they made that announcement, it's coming to the PC, that brought in a lot of the traditional Diablo players, right? And then you had the bad port to PC, you have the super in-your-face, and they're smart about it, too. Like, it's... you, Like, they... Uh, what, what is it? I, I've read you know how they get psychologists to help with games? Cause it's like, how do they, you, cause they're trying to like, you know, entice you or whatever. Like they're, they're anyway, cause they, they do Cause the stuff doesn't come up in the first two hours of the game. And then all of a sudden it just hits you. Right? They're like science. Yeah. It's like, data they, they've, they've, it's like when the, about the two hours, that's when we hit them. It's like when the call of duty patents came out and they've like, they use psychologists to scientifically figure out the most optimal way for you to buy it. You know, like <laughs> it was like, it was, it was, you know, yeah. but, um, it uh they probably did no know. i just i just wish they yeah i just i just wish they it would because i think they because of the this game i think it could have made just as much money without pay to win elements only doing season passes cosmetics well, stuff like that you know because you have the power of the ip behind it and that's that's yeah. what's interesting here is they are using a traditional a traditional gaming ip in a mobile space and that's that's where that's where kind of the scary factor comes in because if it works for Diablo Immortal, what if we're going to see other main traditional games move over with a full-fledged you know campaign experience like a let's say a God of War or something mm-hmm. where you get Kratos now in another realm and and in order to understand and follow that storyline, you have to play that in a mobile space that is pay to win. And that's what's, yeah. that's, what's kind of scary is we're having these games that we love shift and not, not doing a new, you know, you, you can, I mean, you could totally do that. You could do the, the sword of Azeroth and have it not be, have it be related to, to Warcraft, yeah. but not have it be a full fledged Warcraft release. Yeah. But what they did is they took a Diablo, a, and added a campaign that is part of the story that most traditional gamers would want to play that have, you know, let's yeah. say, they, you know, the hardcore, fans, Diablo, the hardcore fans. Diablo fans would want to play because they want to understand the story. That's what's kind of scary is they're not doing an old, a normal IP. And if it's working, what is the, where's the, the breaks on stopping other IPs to, to yeah, that suit? I think is the big, a million dollars a day is well, and it's one of those Wh- things where's like the distance, like deal with a little outrage. Like it's clearly a, 
a business model that is working for them. Well, I and think it, to yeah. your part, Mark, that's the scary part. Because we're going to, I mean, what if, what if Starcraft, ha- Starcraft, what if Halo, what if, what if campaign progression or story progression on these IPs <laughs> Yeah. Are going to be in Thinking this at the end of a Halo, like you, well, I was uh, just thinking you get a about forward it, yeah. operating base in Halo, <laughs> and you you get it, and then there's a delay. Like if you want to get the if you want to get the next well, actually, forward operation base, you got to pay five dollars. It's actually kind of funny with Halo because I actually think they should change their store to actually benefit them to make more money. Because <laughs> like they, it's yeah, they should. See, they should work on so that. So here's the thing, though. To Jordan's point on if you just did cosmetics, Fortnite, in its heyday on mobile, brought in more than a million dollars a day. And it did not lock you. It, it went the no. same version. No, you it couldn't play one pass. round it and have to wait an hour. 44 million <laughs> in one month in April 2020. Um, and that, I mean, that's that's doing it the traditional, I mean, the way they invented with the battle pass with cos- optional cosmetics, not locking you to pay to win is no yeah like like no matter how much money i spend in fortnite it does not give me any advantage other it doesn't give me any advantage to win in a round although if you if there's a skin that blends in which they usually fix those pretty quick the backflip lay down where you can hide in a bathtub (laughs) yeah yeah, though that's why i kind of stopped for a minute other than those little accidental exploits i i can't drop a hundred dollars and have a specific advantage in the game um but uh what worries me about like their success is what if this bleeds into diablo 4 yeah because like i said those tweets that we read a couple uh, podcasts ago they didn't really clarify anything (laughs) it's like they're undecided (laughs) yeah well and it's i mean look I'm going to be optimistic. I'm sure Diablo 4 is going to be a fun game. I'm sh- sure they're just going to do cosmetics. You know, they'll probably do loot. But I mean, hey, there's some hope. Overwatch is getting rid of their loot boxes. So there's that, you know. But anyway, it's just, what's that saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Blizzard's fooled me quite a few times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, I, I'm just, it will be I, interesting I, to I, see. I worry about future games. So I want to I want to talk about uh, what someone just said in chat. Um, the um, the uh, the kind of the dialogue is people don't understand the mentality of supporting like a game like Diablo sure. Immortal. But remember, this is not the people that play on mobile are already conditioned conditioned to do that. Oh, oh, oh! It's only a, it's only it's only twenty dollars. The mobile Done. space is different than what we're used like what yeah. we're used to doing. So it's it's not a. I mean, they use the word stupidity. So I, but <laughs> it's Fortnite's, not a stupidity thing. Fortnite's it's, the model that pleases everybody. I think so. I mean, I I think it's a happy medium. You know, do I want more in-game earnable skins in Fortnite? Of course I do, because then I don't have to pay for them. Do I mind? Do I want to support? Do Am I okay supporting Fortnite through buying battle passes and stuff? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think Fortnite is a happy medium. Interesting. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what Blizzard does. I just, Fortnite, I, keep in mind, Xbox will own them, and it does look like that's going through. So Yeah, but then Xbox will just make a lot more money. <laughs> And well, blame I it mean, on but, and blame it on and blame uh, it on that department. Maybe that's why they bought Blizzard to just blame. <laughs> so they could blame, blame stuff on. They have a blame. The they have company. a blame studio. Hey, it's Blizzard. It's Blizzard. Hey, we'll have to crack down on those guys. guys you know? please, we're sorry. We just made a million dollars a month. No, I, I think I, I'm actually very interested in the Overwatch 2.0 is what I'm going to call it. Uh, okay. Launch yeah. uh, this October. How they're going to do their because yeah. from what I've heard and and 
you know, people can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they're getting rid of loot boxes. They are doing the season pass. Depending on how they do it, I'm curious because I, I feel like if they have a successful model, that model will then be translated into Diablo 4 and, and future games, right? Yeah. And Overwatch is is a PC and console game, you know, and they're very focused. Like, you got a lot of players on the PC which aren't really but, microtransaction people, you know? keep so, in mind, six months ago, you would have said the same thing about Diablo. They're very PC focused. Well, yeah, but I mean, we did a couple of years ago have the fiasco of the mobile announcement. Yeah, that's you yeah. Know, don't so you guys we, have phones? We, we kind of knew, you know. <laughs> yeah, now was... we didn't know they were going to go above and beyond. <laughs> that guy, that guy that made that comment on stage. Don't you guys have phones? That poor guy. I feel that for guy's him. the guy that created this system. <laughs> Is well, he's, I don't know. I don't know if he's the one that created that. Yeah, he's, I don't he's know. The but one. I guarantee. He's probably bad. I, I feel. You know I what? feel I'll bad show for them. Yeah, he was like, "That's it." I feel bad for that guy because I was he's never going to be forgotten. Yeah, he's like, for that, I was you know? going to do cosmetics, not anymore. Not anymore. We're going to pay to win. It's like it's like upsetting people that bring you your food. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, just spit in it. Yeah. One time. Uh, one time. So at Tacanos is this Brazilian meat. Uh, for those of you listening, it's this Brazilian all-you-can-eat meat place where they bring it to your table and they'll carve it right yeah. there at your table. There was this kid who was like a little crazy and an idiot. <laughs> and he had the worst service and was rude, but he had a giant knife right at my <laughs> neck. <laughs> and normally, so you're like, normally, I would not hesitate <laughs> to tell that guy off and to get his manager or something. But I, when I went to do it, in my mind flashed him like, just slicing my neck. Yeah, they do have big knives there. Yeah, and we live next to a prison, and a lot of the workers get federal funding. A lot of the companies here, like right, so right across the street from there's like this. Is it a? I don't know what kind. You're of, bringing what, this to the next level. Yeah, man. There's this prison right across the street from this main shopping center here where we live, guys, and. There's there's like uh, there's a program there, that gets them uh, and rehabilitation some of them, some of them like will work during the day and then go back to prison at night right so I don't so know, you're worried I that, don't know who I don't know who I'm dealing with so. yeah <laughs> yeah you got a giant a, knife I whoa <laughs> I will won't complain yeah I will not complain yeah well I just won't tip well you. okay and another thing that I think should be mentioned about the Diablo thing I if it was a crappy game I don't think anybody would care right. <laughs> the it's problem that it's good the problem yeah the, i think the the real problem is i want to play it and i would love to play it at a high level because again i'm gonna say it it's a fantastic ex- diablo experience especially for mobile like it's really good the gameplay designers outdid themselves and what they I, like it's impressive playing the game on your phone because you're like wow this is a full diablo experience on my phone um, even playing on the PC is fun. I wish they would have ported the PC and made it, you know, more traditional, so it's just a little bit easier to control. But it's a super fun game because it's a fun game. I want to play it. The frustration comes is to play the game at a higher level. I need to pay a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, have you seen the calculators people are doing with the the five star? No, I've seen players post twenty five hundred. Yeah. So you have to do 2,500 rift runs, and we all know how fun rift runs are from Diablo (laughs) 3. You got to do 2,500 rift runs for a chance at at getting that five star gen. And and that's just, I don't know. For me, it sucks because the game is incredibly fun, and I think the gameplay designers really did outdo them spells, especially for a mobile game. Uh, it's just a shame that you have to pay a lot of money to play the game, either competitive, competitively in PvP or at a higher level. Yes. Yes. 
Psychotic in chat says, X1 missed the green shirt memo today. It made me laugh because, yes, I <laughs> just realized wearing we both green have shirt. green shirts except for me. Yeah. yeah, no, great great discussion. I've said it before. We're at this influx. We're at this change where everything is changing. Um, sports is changing. Uh, gaming is changing. Entertainment is changing. Do you think overall. sports will become pay to win? Isn't that how, isn't that how boxing <laughs> was for a while? Is. Sports is pay to win. Sports is oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. With a little bit of RNG. <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> Just a little bit of RNG. Uh, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess you're right. You pay. Yeah, sports is pay to win. Have you seen Moneyball? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, just think about it. We'll give this quarterback a million dollars to come play for us. It is pay to win. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. Totally pay to win. I, no, that just, I, saw, I literally just realized that. But everything that. is changing in Influx. And I think this. I, but, with Diablo, sorry, just to finish my thought real quick, for Diablo jumping into this mobile space and Blizzard doing it, I think it exemplifies where gaming is going to be going. Not that this is the correct way or the way that they will be going. I just mean mo every gaming company on the planet wants to be on mobile in some way. And if they could bring their top-tier games to mobile... They're going to do so because the audience is is huge. You oh yeah, well, if you if you look at the chart, what's console gaming? Con, let's combine console and PC gaming next to mobile. It's not even it, close. Isn't that like not even twenty five percent of the yeah, pie it's chart? Not, like not it, it's it's, See, it's huge. The danger with that though is you damage your IPs that are traditional. Well, if you do it wrong, if you if you do it wrong, like Diablo Immortal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fortnite, not even Mario has been brought over to mobile and is done correctly. Pokemon. Also done correctly. Yeah, but you're and Mario, you're not buying star power. Yeah, you're buy, you buy the raccoon suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. No, did you hear that? Uh, speaking of sports and things changing, uh, Amazon Prime now does Monday Night Football. Yeah, or not Monday Thursday, Thursday night, night Thursday can, Night Football. You can buy it. Yeah, they were trying to sell it to me all day today. Yeah, like that, that's got, how I know. I got a million like, notifications. Oh my gosh, yeah. Shut up. Got a million notifications. Yeah, every we're at this influx where technology is, has reached this pinnacle that is just it's starting to affect and change everything. And I think gaming is 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 a part of that for sure. And Grubhub is part of Amazon Prime now too. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I that's actually, that's nice, actually yeah. way more beneficial to me. Yeah, than that, no, that one. <laughs> that one has. Uh, yeah, that one is. So the game that we've taught that we got to play at E three on Xbox oh, One yes. is now coming out, set to release only on next-generation consoles. Right. That's Skull on Bones on November 8th, 2022. Ubisoft, however, has decided that with it being only on next-generation, it's getting that next-generation price don't, that's so of $70. Stupid. George the that's Man. That's so stupid. Okay, you want to talk about predatory stuff. That's stupid. <laughs> That, what? Because it there's no extra. Okay, especially that they're only developing it for next gen. Le at least you have somewhat of an excuse if you're developing for all consoles because you can say, oh, we had to do all this for all consoles. No, you cut that out of the mix. There is no price increase from developing for the new generation of consoles yeah. compared to the old generation it's just of that consoles. They want more money. Yeah. What about the argument that games are bigger, are more costly? No. No, not buying it. No, no. Why? Because mm. the audience is bigger, and they're they they make more money than they've ever no. Made they ever they're before. doing it because they want to make more money. You can still sell it for. Then why do why do games still come out for sixty dollars? Then I don't know. They're kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's there's next gen games that come out for sixty dollars, right? Right. Like what? Well, this is the thing. Why is it that it costs them magically ten dollars more? For a next, like if you were to buy Battlefield on 
regular Xbox, it's a regular $60. But if you buy it for Series X, it's $70. What in that development cycle makes that price increase go up $10? Well, I'll tell you what. It, one- it's because that they can use it as a selling point. Oh, it's next gen, so you have to pay $10 more. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it is next gen, but it's it's. there's no price increase. It's So Jordan is against the I, I, I $70 think, price increase I think, yeah, think the Yeah, I, I think the $70 Spicy? is dumb. How do you feel I, about this? No, it's like my local movie theater charging more to buy the ticket online. Makes yeah. Me, oh, yeah, they do. They give it me makes no dola- sense. a dollar convenience fee. It's a convenience fee. I'm, but I'm con- now, I'm <laughs> bypassing. You have a computer that you set up yeah. one time to... I think it's stupid. I agree with Jordan. I think they've been making- and and look, people can give me all these stats about oh the price of this has gone up, the price of that has gone up. My point is there's no pricing. Then why why is it all of a sudden that next gen? Why is only next gen seventy dollars? If there was a huge price increase across the industry, x the regular games on the on this current generation would go up too. It Spice- wouldn't just be it wouldn't yeah. just be next gen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it would be across the board, right? It's They're using it as a selling feature. <laughs> hey, you pay us $10 more and you get the next-gen version. Jordan is passionate about it. Spicy, yeah. finish, finish, finish your thought there. You, you're, you don't like it either. You, you agree with Jordan? That's no, stupid. Yeah. They're, the, it's stupid. Games cost more, yes, but they're making more than they've ever made because the audience is far larger than it ever has been, and it's all digital. And... Not yeah, all I'm, of it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this. Sorry, Mark. I just, I, just, no, I, re- no, I really, no, this really, this really gets me. I'm trying you're to give me the mic, but you sorry, go, go ahead. Take no, you finish. No, no, you finish. You, you finish. No, I was just, I was just saying the ballsiest PC in the world is as next gen as it can get. And PC games are still the same price. Even next gen PC games. It, it has nothing to do with the next generation. It's just a selling point. I'll be quiet for five minutes. Oh, so I you mean, go, you, yeah, you, yeah. If I say something else, you want to take the mic? No, no, you go ahead. Sorry. No, no yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's... No, I had a lot of fun. It, it's dumb. I had a lot of fun playing this I don't game. Pay, I don't want to pay $70 yeah, I for a game that probably should be 30 from looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> I, agree, I, agree with, I agree with both of you on that. I was excited for this game and played it and had fun with it. Well, this, If you remember, this came out after Assassin's Creed, uh, the announcement of it, Black Flag. It came out right around the time of Sea of Thieves, and it was like, yes, a more serious PvP-focused pirate game. I want that. Then three years passed. I think they've lost, even if this is good, because some people are saying, Ronan and Chat, for instance, is saying that th- this looks like it's been phoned in, that they're not, yeah. that it that yeah. doesn't look like that, and it's taking a lot of criticism. Even if it was really good, I, it's taken too long. I, I don't know if the time, I think the time may have passed on this game. I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. I'm not excited for seventy dollars. That's what. Yeah. That's, that's like the drawback. Yeah. Like the hard. And that's a hard drawback. There's other things. that's like, uh, I mean, Ronan's talking about you know like resource gathering and stuff. There's some things that's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, uh, I could deal with it's, that. It's gonna be. I think it, well, I'll give it a shot. It's gonna be fun. You throw a seventy dollar price tag on there. I'm. And what? It's Especially y- when we've conditioned to fourteen dollars a month. Yeah. And it's Ubisoft, so you know there's microtransactions in it on top of a seventy dollar price I tag. Actually, didn't Ubisoft Is there microtransactions in this as well? You know there's gonna be. Did they get out a PR statement saying that they designed it to work around <laughs> console microtransactions and we'll the, you see. know I don't think they can do both. If they do both, that's a if they do seventy and microtransactions, that's going to be a but severe it's what Ubisoft issue. game doesn't have microtransactions. 
And yeah, they're not. Well, I mean, well, they have they're like generally cosme- micro- they're generally like cosmetic transactions, microtransactions. But still, like seventy dollars, and then asking for microtransactions. They have like a weird microtransaction system sometimes. Yeah, like the in-house U currency <laughs> to buy like the fanny pack for. This is how you know a game is duping you if they have more than one. No, no, no. Seriously, if it has, if it has, and and I've heard other people say this too, but if it has more than one currency, it's you're getting well, duped. No, like, <laughs> like if I played game A from Ubisoft and game because I played that and got achievements in it, I can now get the new uh, wrist watch or the <laughs> yeah. or the fanny pack yeah, or, the, yeah. or the you know something in my other game it's like and so it's it's a lot of microtransactions that are not real money but you know yeah, I it's, see it's in saying. every ubisoft game out there i believe yeah it'll no, be interesting well november 8th we'll get to try well, it out I, am i probably gonna get this game and try it probably because because you know <laughs> there's this scene in Seinfeld, where they're wait Jerry and and Elaine are waiting out a marriage, and it's the dude from the Princess Bride, the blonde guy, that is in that episode. And the reason they get to end up getting divorced is, and it flashes to her talking to Jerry, uh, the girl that's getting divorced from him. She's saying he just asks himself these annoying questions all the time, and then he answers his own question, and then it flashes to him. And it, am I going to get the game? Probably. Am I going to enjoy it? Probably. I just, this game, it's just $70 really frustrates me. I don't know why. It just, it's the one button that pushes me. The It's just, here's the, an interesting consideration to, because of what we've been talking about this entire podcast. If this $70 game fails, okay, I don't want it to, but if it does, is that a uh, nail in the coffin for traditional pay-to-play games? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Just curious because if they're charging $70 and it sucks, are now they're going to come out in a year with a mobile version of this game and make a million million dollars a day? day? (laughs) I mean, they could. They might. Oh? Yeah. Isn't uh, it an Ubisoft original? They say a Ubisoft original. No, because a. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. I forgot Wait, the end. You're whoa. right. Yeah. Hey yeah. French. Hey French studio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's he saying? Is the title says Skull and Bones, uh, Ubisoft original. Uh. It's supposed yeah. to say n. Well, I mean, English is their I guess single, second a, language. A Ubisoft. A Ubisoft. I don't know. Yeah, well, are you excited for this French game, David? Or are you? Do you think the ship is? <laughs> the ship has passed. Ah, the ship has sailed. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not ex- I'm not as excited as I was. I just feel I'm not in the pirate mood. Yeah. I'm gonna wait a month. I, I the think, pirate mood has passed. Me. I think I'm excited just to see because I like PvP, right? Okay, that's good. So you know, yeah, that's really all I got with that. I, I'm excited. Seventy dollar PvP. Yeah. Usually PvP games are forty. <laughs> yeah, that I'm not excited about seventy dollar. Uh, seventy dollars is so annoying. Hey, you want to know what game I've been playing all week again with the kids? That is, the, I think the best game to play with kids. It's Ninja Turtles. It's so good. We're on level nine now. We play a level a night. That's good. It's a good game. It's so good. Hey, hey, I play that on my next gen console, and guess how much it cost me? Isn't that game only like twenty bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Funny how that works. <laughs> I really hate seventy dollars games. Guys. I play it on Game Pass. Really, really so. frustrating. Yeah, I don't. Think maybe we're maybe ever, Are we ever uh, going to be conditioned for seventy dollars? I'll be honest. I'm a little. No, salt, I think, I'm I, a think, little 
I think the time for that has passed as well, and subscription gaming is the answer to that. Like I'm, it's going to make that very a very hard sell. Even NBA Two K, for what instance, I was gonna say, yeah. NBA Two K is charging that, but guess what? NBA Two K is on Game Pass. So why am I ever going to pay yeah. seventy dollars for that game? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little salty because I filled my car up with gas today too. So <laughs> that I'll I'll do it. So you fill that up with the gas, and then you tell me I got to pay seventy dollars to be a pirate. Ubisoft gas. <laughs> oh man rate me at the pump now you rate me in online what's i yeah i don't know maybe maybe i'll take your approach mark maybe i'll wait a month maybe i'll see maybe i'll see what people are saying maybe this will be the game yeah maybe i'll wait because the conspiracy theory in chat is they're going to release this to try to make as much money in a month as they can and then and because then, it's taken seven years to make. And then just abandon it? <clears throat> Cyberpunk. <clears throat> you know? Like, that that game took, what, three decades? Well, yes. at least they had the knowledge to not release on old generation consoles where it didn't work. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> true. There's, these ones aren't releasing on the OG Xbox, okay? No, but... Um, yeah. I, I'm going to wait a month. If it's good, then yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe even two weeks if it's good. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to support $70. Yeah, I, I really don't. <laughs> All right, well, moving from one controversial topic to another, yeah. is Trek Tiomi a beat-em-up? We dropped oh, yeah, that this... poll in chat this week, and we had three answers. Yes, David is correct. No, David's a genius, and I don't know. <laughs> you guys voted, and 27% said yes. 56% agreed with Jordan and said no, and 17% said, I don't that know. That was me, so 17%. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Mario, that was the... Uh-oh. You think those were the just like, why are they talking about this? Who cares? There, well, there I was, don't know. There was, some, <laughs> there was some comments in, in chat, uh. all against me, by the way. <laughs> by the way. So, shout out to everybody that hates me. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, were they, were they mean comments? No, no, no. no they were them. good. Let's take some questions. To submit a question, you can do so every week on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. Hit that community tab and submit a question. It's Stu91 writes in and says, Hey, bros, I've recently read an article that said video game market set to decline in 2022 year on year. But what do you all think of this? I know there are a lot of external factors, but surely not, right? Thanks as always, bros. Great show. So we actually had an article last week, gamesindustry.biz talked about, uh, and I forget the name of the company that analyzed it, like a, a, a research marketing firm that was looking at the the gaming industry as a whole, and it's actually set to go up year over year in 2022, according to them. So, and, and I think that that I think that's correct. I think that gaming has increased and is available. We just got done talking about mobile; mm-hmm. it's available in so many different areas and in so many different ways to the entire planet. And we're just at the beginning of this. I think it's going to continue to go up. I don't see I don't see it going down even during a recession. Whenever this is how I take this. Whenever you hear the words set to, you know, yeah, they're just guessing. <laughs> they're just guessing. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> ah, they're just guessing. It's like the weatherman, weather woman, weather person. They're just guessing. They, they don't know the weather. Yeah. The, according to, I can't remember the name of the firm. Uh, go over to gamesindustry.biz. Just type in, I don't know, 2022 gaming market or, or whatever. But 2022 is actually still set, even with the record COVID numbers, uh, you know, of everybody being home and spending money on gaming, is supposed to raise by 5% by their Next estimates. year, right? This year. Or this year? This year, okay, yeah. yeah. Is on track, at least, as of right now. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this. 
<laughs> Dieter Pinklage, uh, thank you for the super chat, uh, says, ubiquitous software, A, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. <laughs> I say Ubisoft. It's how I was born. I think you What do happen- I say? Do I say Ubisoft? I, I say think, Ubisoft. I think what happened is I went back and forth for a while, and then I did it to troll someone, and then I have just said no. Well, remember, Ubisoft, no, Ubisoft came out with that video at their conference, and they had all their developers say it a different way, and they're like, it doesn't matter how you yeah, say it. We're all Ubisoft. Actually, so, yeah, it was you know, one of those. This was that happened before. I'm going to tell you what happened. Yeah, yeah, People no. were telling David how to say it. And he, <laughs> he per- has he permanently said. doubled down for the rest of his yeah. life. Like, uh, that is actually what happened. And then that probably, that probably and, is right. <laughs> I actually didn't know that it was ubiquitous, ubiquitous software, though. I didn't know that's what it stood for. I remember. Thank and you, did you, and did like a month glitch. later, they came out with that video. Yeah. yeah, they did. It was like an E3 thing. And I think there's probably a lot of angry forms. And they're like, guys, we got to. Guys, we, we just got to say, video. who cares? You know, we just got to tell a video. Like, uh, was, yeah, with how many people yelled at David, there probably was a form on a Reddit post. <laughs> yeah, to, and they were like, guys, we got to make yeah, a video. I what I got yelled, I got yelled at for either one of the ways because I know I used to say it one way and then switched. Yeah, you to used to other. say it the normal way, but people like because we had the discussion going back and forth, and then on that video. Or it's, on that it's not one of our early podcasts. Yeah, someone in, early, somebody, early. Yeah, someone like, in chat told you to do something. Somebody and you came like, in like Ubisoft. Ronan. <laughs> somebody came in like Ronan and said, "Actually, Xbox hasn't been at E3 for years." And then like, you doubled it, down. You know, they're actually it's pronounced Ubisoft, <laughs> and you since that day have never backed off. I like Ubisoft. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Dieter Piglet. Hey, the gaming that super chat. Appreciate, appreciate the gaming it. market might go down if they keep charging seventy bucks a pop. Maybe that's their plan. Yeah, maybe that's maybe what that's they're doing. Great <laughs> question, it's Stu. Thank you very much for writing in. Michael Powell writes in and says, "I remember David saying Flight Simulator is a console seller." Well, I just helped a coworker get the Series X, and he only wants it for Flight Simulator. Yes, I think I, I, I revised. I think I was a little bit wrong. I I think what it is. Or, I think I stated it incorrectly. It's not a console seller as in it's going to drive millions of sales. It sets apart the Xbox as a unique ecosystem. Helps to set it apart because Flight Simulator exists nowhere else. Well, it just gives you uh, it gives you diversity of games. I mean, yeah. where else are you going to play a flight simulator game? You know? The Air uh, Force. The Air Force. <laughs> the Air Force. Yeah. The military. I actually have Top flown gun. in a... Uh, an actual like fighter fighter pilot uh, like training simulator. Yeah. They're super cool. Oh yeah, it's I like did. a big golf ball. When I was working at one of my previous jobs at a university, they had a flight school, and we got to f- do it one time. I was the only one that landed, and I credit gaming for that. <laughs> do you know what's funny? I did not land because I wanted to crash it. Oh yeah, flight, I wanted <laughs> yeah, to I'm see nervous. what this could do. Yeah, I uh, we took two different directions there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, Michael Powell, though, thank you for thank you for letting me know I was right. Appreciate that. <laughs> Pal Sacrifice writes in and says, "Has David moved on from Vigor? Spicy? Would you like to answer that question?" Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Let me tell you what's wrong with Vigor. Oh, yeah. They they were progressing. So through like I would say through six seasons or so, every season they were progressing in a substantial way that the game was constantly constant. You could see like, okay, this is going somewhere. I see what they're going for. After season six. I think they're on like season 11 or 12 now. But after season six, they ju- it just stopped. It was like, oh, here's our new season. And here's the new feature. A new gun. I was like, well, 
the game is still like not really working. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we improve it? And so it just it got stale for me when you reach you reach a point where where they struggle compared to a Tarkov, for instance, is when you max level out everything. I yeah, there's could, no. I end. could craft anything I want whenever I want. I would jump into matches filled out with grenades because it doesn't matter to me. And grenades are super powerful, for instance, or the top gun. It, it loses. I'm not chasing anything anymore. Well, Whereas Tarkov, in their reset and constantly rebalancing mm-hmm. things, there's always that carrot and stick. Yeah, like the most recent reset. Um, but no, it's just with vigor. There's a f- wall you hit at it. There is no end game. The end game is the wall. Like you hit a wall at end game, and then you yeah. just wait for the next battle pass. If and you the, and there's that, no. And but. even in the battle passes, the battle passes weren't enough. The the best battle passes were in the early seasons. They got they just got to this point, and I don't know. They reallocated sources, uh, resources, or whatnot. Didn't they join like Tencent or something like that? Tencent bought yeah Bohemian, Bohemian Interactive, Interactive, which is uh, vigor. Or they got new producers or art art directors or, or or whoever. I don't know what happened there. But it's like their early seasons, they did a really good job. But once they hit season six, I'm telling you, after season six, it was just a drag. I mean, that's the genius behind Tarkov's wipe system. It is. It I know. Is. I know people uh, in our community dis- dislike the wipe system because they're like, I don't want all my gear to disappear. But here's the here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing about that. It everybody's after about eight months to a year is when they do it. They've even got fourteen months, I think, on a wipe. After about three months on any wipe, everyone's basically done. Yeah, even like the streamers, you can tell they they start to branch off and play different games and stuff. No, I actually I They're think in, in this yeah. <laughs> I feel attacked right now, yeah. spicy. Says Ronan. Hold on, can I put a pause on this? Because we just had something happen for the first time ever here on YouTube. Whoa. Thanks to Cooper. Cooper has just gifted five X1 Bros memberships. I don't know how the gifting system works. If it goes random, gifting is something that YouTube is really playing catch up for uh compared to Twitch. YouTube announced that they'd be rolling it out. Uh, about a month ago, two months ago, in beta form, we just got it here on our channel. We didn't even know it was here, but Cooper just gifted five people X One Bros memberships here on YouTube. If right. if this if if YouTube can continue with this, that's awesome, and do it in a way that is competitive with Twitch, it's game over in my opinion. Game over. Thank you, huge <laughs> thank you, and everybody that gets that Cooper that or is that that gifted sub, let us know. I actually don't know how it works. How does it work on Twitch when you gift a sub? Do you choose or no, it's, it's RNG? Random. It's random. random. Yeah, I think I remember reading. There it is. Hot skill gifted a membership by Cooper. There we go. Oh, so Very cool. cool. Uh, yeah, like Dieter Pinkler says, that's such a badass way to tip. Great for building communities, and that's what Twitch still has to this day over YouTube. Mm-hmm. They have a culture of giving and uh, of of really building community within each of their streams that YouTube has lacked. That's so cool. Yeah, huge thank you. But it's here now. So gift, there we go. So it looks like Cooper, if, Cooper, are you deciding these gifts? 
curious or is it random is it random because we just see hot skill was gifted a membership dr teeth was gifted it's random here it gives one month of one tier there we go oh, Cooper says it is random Thank so you. it's yeah. randomly giving everybody jump in the chat you may be gifted a membership <laughs> welcome everybody oh, oh, oh Ren! Yes, just Everybody in chat's getting memberships. Oh, thank you very much, Ronan. Ronan, and, and, thank you. And Cooper, appreciate it, guys. No, Cooper, this is, yeah, thanks. This, when we made the movie, if you guys remember, going back, uh, what what was it, a year ago? How many, how long? Uh, over a year ago now. I think, are we on two years? We're on two years mm-hmm. where Mixer shut down and we could have went to Twitch. We could have went to Facebook. Or we decided, well, we're already... We, we wanted to build our presence on YouTube anyways. Let's just go to YouTube. We that looks like they're going to capitalize on this stuff and it's taking time, but I think YouTube is playing the long game. And I really do believe YouTube is where long-term streaming is going to end up. The, what they're lacking is is this right here is is yeah. this community thing and bringing gifted memberships is absolutely ginormous. That's yes. huge. And thank you for the support. Uh, yeah. And Ronan, Ronan just said he feels attacked by me. No, <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. Uh, yeah, Cooper says you can get five, ten, or twenty gifted memberships. Yeah, That's thank you. you, Coop and Ronan. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Uh, so for those of you that just got your memberships, get that, put that sexy X loyalty badge on, and drop some uh, X one facials in chat because. That's so cool. Because there you go. You got. What were we talking about? Uh, I was talking about the genius between uh, Vigor Tarkov. Yeah, like because because after after a certain amount of months, you're done with that game, and after eight months, you get you've been away from it for so Mm -hmm. long. It's exciting to play that game again and have that carrot on the stick and get the better gear and and everybody's on the same playing field. The problem, the thing that Vigor. I don't think Vigor can ever do that because they went to the battle pass system. I don't think you can do a wipe. Well, and a what they pass did system. is they, uh, I well, mean, they I, th- I think gear. it can be done. Yeah. I think it's cause they put gear in it. So uh, it's, it's hard. I don't know. Um, but, uh, anyway, it, I, I just feel like, I feel like the wipes in those games are their battle passes. You, you know what I mean? Th- those are their seasons. I think it's because those games are set up to, hit a wall you, you know what i mean like when you get to the end of tarkov you, you know you're there you, you know what i mean when nothing costs money there's no more gra- you know you're you're there you can do anything you want same with i think vigor uh, in david's case now i guess could you argue that you know uh like let's take halo infinite the competitive multiplayer side can you hit the wall in that game too i yes i think you can right you you've ranked up for the season you've gotten your diamond or platinum or whatever you are you've you finished out your battle pass i i think that's why they inject the new season of battle pass stuff the new events right i th- i just think i think it's hard to do a battle pass in tarkov but i think that's their version of the battle pass sure. you know, can those, I, those those consistent wipes or you speak know. speaking of a wall in halo <laughs> <laughs> they just they they recently came out and announced that there is actually a wall in the co-op meaning oh yeah you can that only was go, a real bummer you can only go 800 meters was i thought it was only 100 meters it's a what's well, a thousand meters. thousand meters okay 800 meters it gives you a warning after a thousand it'll kill you and then rewarp you so here's year. here's the question how now how much is a thousand meters in the game you know what i mean like is it gonna because because of the open world nature of the game you're going to split up a little bit more. You're going to like one person's going to attack a FOB from the front. Another's going to want to get on a mountain and snipe down, you know? So how big is a thousand meters? Is it going to interrupt that flow? Personally, I wish they could figure out a way to make it. You can go where Mark can be on the opposite side of the map as me. If I want, right. 
I, I, the, and you're, you're, you're probably thinking, because I know David's thinking it right now, you're thinking, well, Jordan, how could you do that when you go into a main mission? The host of the game is in charge. That's, a, that's all it is. Whoever hosts the yeah, game is in charge. You could, you could game it, though, if you were able to go your individual ways too much. Well, I, I think that's a risk you take. You know, it's just a single... Well, I mean, I don't want to say just a single player because I enjoy the single player, but it's like the speed run glitches. No one was really against them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't hurt the... I don't think it hurt the, the integrity of were. the... Yeah. <laughs> and then they reverted them. But you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 as long as it doesn't hurt the integrity of the game, which I don't think those glitch, glitches did in the campaign, it was just a way to speed run, you know? Hmm. A thousand meters is quite a bit, though. I feel like a thousand meters Well, that, that's, is, that's what I want to know. Like, how... We'll test it when it comes out, right? But well, so, I, I just want to know, will it interrupt with, like, if if you want to get a, and snipe down and David wants to get in a banshee and, like, we're all doing this open-world sandbox stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, what um, Master Chief is, what, two meters tall? So 500 of him lined up, right? Yeah, that's... Does, I mean, we have the like a lot? <laughs> That, well, I feel like that's a lot. I feel like here's the thing. Well, and technically, let's let's play with eight hundred because I guarantee you, there's this big like you're gonna <laughs> die. Yeah, yeah. And, and so let's just play with eight hundred. You, like you know, my, like my truck telling me I need to put my seatbelt on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't. I'm not against it because I haven't played it yet. Maybe I won't have any issues. Maybe when we play, we won't have any issues. But. I still think it would be cool if you could be on different ends of the map. Just give the host the the control. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, what if this person wants to start this mission and this person wants to start this mission? Well, the host will start whatever mission he wants to start first because that's how it is, you yeah. know? You know, and that's... And, and I think most people that are going to play co-op... I'm just throwing this out there, guys. You're not going to play with randoms. You're generally going to play with your friend. Are there going to be times when you play with randoms? Sure. Let's just throw it out there and say Yes. But most of the time, you're going to play with your friends. And if you're friends with someone, I'm sure you can come to an agreement of, hey, let's go this way first, and then we'll go that way. You, you know what I mean? Like, Agreed. I just, I wish, maybe it's a limitation to the engine or something, which I'm starting to find out there seems to be quite a lot of limitations to this engine <laughs> they created. But I wish they could increase that range just for sandbox stuff. You know what I mean? But So, so I do want to add... Uh, I don't think any map besides like the car maps in Halo have ever been bigger than a thousand meters, right? No, probably not. But those are linear experiences. Yeah. So you're forced to go down a certain path. I think this being an open world, well, it has, we've seen it because we've played it, opens up a whole new element of sandbox opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you're right. They should have just said host advantage. <laughs> because we're yeah. all friends on that day. Yeah. We're all being, we're all friends. Yeah. yeah. And hey, if if you know, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Uh, I do. I do have to say one more thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Ch <laughs> chat is asking me if I am actually a pirate legend because of the shirt. Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, yes. Yes. I was actually by a friend of ours. I once I hit pirate legend, he gifted me this shirt so I that could. Uh, was a bar yeah, Barbara Blake. Barbara Blake. He, he uh, Barbara Blake came over and he said, "Hey, man." You've Congratulations! You know it was. It was. It was really. He was. You've worked. He was an OG pirate. Yeah. Legend. He. He. Uh, he told me. He said, "Hey, man, you worked hard. You earned this. You know, <laughs> gave cool. me that uh, pirate legend. That is yeah, cool. so I'm very proud of it. It's one accomplishment in life that I'm proud of." Super Shocker is here and dropped a super chat. He says, "I made it. I hope to see a life size model of a Halo Pelican at E3. Ooh, baby, that would be. It'd be sexy. Well, you can now fly those because you can fly it. There, it would yeah. go hand well, in hand. <laughs> what if they made? I've seen a real life warthog. What if they made a real life pelican? Pelican. 
It would have to be like a Harrier or something. It, like probably good. Just I don't yeah, know. I don't think it can fly. You do a remote control. I actually, after I think about it, looking at how that plane is, it can't fly. There's no <laughs> way. That uh, flies like, like, a like a brick. Again, thank you for the question. If you remember, he says as David moved on from Vigor, and sh- short answer was is yes. Uh, not that it's, it's still a good game, but once you you reach a wall, like Jordan said, then then it just stops being fun. Captain Obvious, does Game Pass, last question of the day, does Game Pass need more kids games to be able to play with parents? Well, interesting you should ask that, Captain Obvious, because we are getting Peppa Pig, which is rated 9 out of 10 on Steam. Uh, Peppa Pig game, we're getting a a Paw Patrol game. Is that a side-scroller adventure game? To Game Pass. Uh, it's like an adventure game. RPG? It's a beat-em-up. RTS, maybe? maybe it's a beat-em-up. Peppa, Peppa lays a it's, smackdown. It's like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, with Peppa Pig. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Daddy. Mortal Kombat featuring Peppa Pig. Yeah. So what is, we watch what Peppa, is Pig Peppa Pig? I don't know. It's I prob- a British pig. You'll, I probably will figure that out soon. Yeah, with you will. It's up. very good, actually. But David, yeah, David does pig. her voice pretty good. Daddy. Hello, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, you're fat. Yeah. And they're like, she's always mean to the dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daddy, you're so fat. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, Peppa Pig is good. Bluey, uh, is, the, Bluey is the one. But we have actually been watching Bluey. Yeah, he's level. he's uh, Bluey Aus- is Australian, I think. Yeah. The Australian dog. Yeah, Bluey, he's really good. Bluey's next level storytelling. Like, they, quality. They should do a Smash Brothers with all these, like, kids. <laughs> they should. That would be yeah. cool. That, that actually would be cool. Because cool. Smash Brothers is actually a kid's game, kind of. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, there's no blood. Right. Like, it's actually a fun fighting game for kids. You know? It's, yeah. Bluey is even good. I agree. I think, I think so. This, Captain Obvious, this game, this July Game Pass, there's not a lot of huge hitters. Yakuza is back on Game Pass in the month of July. Three of them are coming back to Game Pass, which is huge, I think. But we are getting games like Peppa Pig, and we're getting Paw Patrol. Doesn't mean a whole lot to, you know, your single 25-year-old gamer, your 30-year-old gamer, your 40-year-old gamer, but it does mean something to families. And I think the strategy of Game Pass, when you look at it, is is not always to have big hitters necessarily. It's to fill gaps. Yeah. You yeah. want as many, you want to appeal in your library to as many people as possible. It's it's just it's what Netflix is trying to do, Amazon, Disney Plus. They want to have something for everybody there. And I think in Game Pass this month, we are getting those new kids. The other one that I think is not advertised, it's not an apparent kid game, but I'm telling you, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a fun, fun, good game. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and both are crushing it on that game, and it's so much fun to play. It's better because they also play Lego Star Wars. They're playing that right now as well. And they do way better. They enjoy it way more, the Nintendo. I enjoy it with them, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, sorry, game. It's just, it's a great family game. It's a great family game. So yeah. uh, definitely check it out. But yeah, I, I do, Captain Obvious, long story short, yes, I think they need more children's game games. And I think that that's a goal of them. I mean, kids are the future of gaming. You're going to need a large, them, large library. Get them of, in the ecosystem early. Games. Yeah. I mean, remember when you were driving to work a couple of years ago and those kids were doing Fortnite dances at the school bus stop. Those yep. kids are locked in for life. You locked know what I mean? You got to, you got to, you got to get those kids early. That's a real thing. It happened. Like, oh, you remember when yes. the news came out and they're like, Fortnite went down for the weekend and we saw the kids outside. <laughs> like, it was, it was, was when they, up, yeah, yeah, when they updated two. to chapter two. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you got to get in there. You got to get them early. I'm yeah. actually excited for this Peppa Pig game. Uh, it's getting well, nice. it's why, like, intense. The so, Paw Patrol's not that high rated. So at but, my, <laughs> but Peppa Pig legit. Yeah, it's uh, legit. Well, and Chad was talking about a Bluey game. 
No, no, everybody no, loves no, no. Bluey, they too. Were just talking no, I about know that we need a Bluey game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need a Bluey I'm game. I'm telling you, for parents out there that are looking for a good show to watch, Peppa Pig is decent. Peppa Pig is like a quality children's program. Mm. Bluey? Spicy. You need to watch it's, it. Bluey it's is like really good. Next level storytelling. You remember it's very good. You remember where we were? What like we were like, man? Why are where are all the writers at? You know, because we get frustrated. <laughs> they to, they I think they went to Bluey. They went to Bluey. Yeah, and it's not even you're you're, you're thinking. You're right now. Your mind is racing. Like, well, what do they do? It's it's simple, and it's like, wow. That was good. That was just a good <laughs> that episode. That was just good. No, let's, I have, let's go to the next one. I have yet, uh, I think Ronan and there was one other in chat talking. I have yet to meet a person who has not, who has watched Bluey and not liked it. Oh, and has like, not had that same reaction. Yeah, and like They're, Bluey everyone, is awesome. And it's always parents. And like, yes, Bluey is <laughs> so good. How old does my child have to be before? Got another six months, probably. Okay. Yeah. But you could start now. I, Lock them in early. Okay. Get them in early. Because I know from you know nieces and nephews, when they choose a show, they choose a show hard. It's yeah, on repeat and repeat. For a while. So I kind of want to wait <laughs> until good. it's time to watch it before I watch 10 episodes. <laughs> the thing about Peppa Pig that kills you is there's like five YouTube channels that all they do is replay Peppa Pig's and different episodes so over and over on live. See and so that's how like they just sit on that. You just sit on that YouTube channel. Oh, they're like a live, it's like, like a live loop. Is, yeah. is it not like copyrighted or something? I think it's actually. I think the creators own the YouTube channel. Oh, and they have five of them. <laughs> Looping I mean, money. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. no but what I was gonna say, um, I, I, I agree with you, David. I think they should have more game. Like me and my kids play. We did play Shredders for a while, although they couldn't really play that game. Shredders, the the snowboarding game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They those that was more yeah, of a just to watch, game and, you know. It's but. very frustrating. <laughs> but um no, like we play all the Lego games and stuff. Um Lego's we, a little bit too advanced, I think. Not at my home. <laughs> no, it's too No, not at my it's home. Too, I teach like, my kids young. It's too uh, They already know how to use both I'm joysticks. I'm surprised when my kids make it to the next level. Like, oh, you made it. <laughs> Because what I was seeing, you weren't going to make that. Maybe they're better than you. (laughs) And then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, though, I play with them, and it gets pretty intense. And also, I had to yell at my daughter today. She only got nine kills. I got 60, and my son got 32, and I said, hey. You're like, what are you doing back there? Hey, who's she playing as? April's overpowered. Hey, Amelia, if you want to play on this team, (laughs) you need to contribute. (laughs) She's a support character. (laughs) She's playing. She's she's April. (laughs) She oh wow, April. she got oh, wow. Yeah, that was yeah, no, she, yeah, yeah see, April. Now you understand. Yeah. Whoa, now you yeah. understand. It's I'll, like, honey, I love you, but nine kills. I'll come over and talk to her. Nine. I mean, normally she gets in the twenties. That's that's good. It's respectable. Yeah, it's respectable. It's like, yes, thank you. You're contributing. I don't know what it was today, but nine as April. This is not cutting it. That is not in yeah, my house. Yeah. yeah, learn to play, girl. <laughs> L2P. Uh, 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 anyways, great question. Thank you very much, Captain Obvious. Appreciate it, everybody. That does us for this week. If you'd like to support us and support the show, come hang out with us every single Friday. We've got gifted subs now. YouTube, it's taking over. It's taking Thank over you. the stream. Ronan Cooper, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Cooper and Ronan, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Join us next week. We always do a pre-show, so come hang out with us during the pre-show. It's where we talk dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye, everybody.